We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, this is Megan Rapino, And I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Little Legends Podcast. I am your host, Blevins. With me, as always, is Boob. What's up, buddy? How's it going? Anytime I say that, I don't know why in my head I go, how's it gonna be? Anytime I say how's it gonna gonna be? Um, it's going all right. It's going when all right. When you're I had to take a week <laughs> off yesterday, but it's good to be back talking uh, all things TFT on TF Tuesday. On TF Tuesday, definitely a thing now. It wasn't before. <laughs> yeah, it only took us. What episode is this? I think it's thirty-nine. <laughs> yeah, it only took us thirty-nine episodes to figure that out. So. Although we did an episode zero because I'm an idiot. Um, and oh, forty I, episodes. Yeah. yeah, I I don't know why I always do that. Like, why don't I just make the pilot episode episode one? We're like point five, so we can constantly have a point five by our episode. Just <laughs> really ruin it for everyone, including us. Yeah, those uh, metrics. Yeah. So there's 40 episodes, but actually this is episode 39 because I'm an idiot. But no matter, we've got some T. We've got a lot of actually have a lot of TFT stuff to talk about this week. We've got uh, some official tournament stuff coming up, mid set updates, and of course the 10.10 patch notes. But before we get to all of that, of course we got to get through some housekeeping. 
As you guys know, we're a prediction esports podcast, PR, double E D I C T I O N, esports on all of your podcast providers, all of that. Make sure iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. Search for prediction and throw that a sub, a follow, a whatever, leave a review. All of that really does help. Uh, it, it certainly does. Um, you guys can also support us over at patreon.com slash little legends podcast. I updated uh, some of the stuff on there. I think I did. Yeah, I definitely did. Maybe uh, updated some of the tiers and whatnot. So take a look at that <laughs> if you'd like uh, and uh, support us there. You can also support us and get one of if you're watching in video world, get one of these awesome ready for battle shirts. Can definitely do that. Check out our Discord or Twitter for the link there. And speaking of Discord, discord.me slash Little Legends Podcast is the place to be to talk TFT and to do TFT game nights on Fridays, 9 Eastern. Make sure you're there. Discord.me slash Little Legends Podcast. Um, I will be back this week. Eric Thomas did. Uh, and we thank him for this take the helm and run game night last week. And uh, as far as I can tell, went went off without a hitch. Uh, so that's good. Good old Eric stepping up. Uh, thank you, buddy. Keeping the lobby two vibe, the Ericy lobby two vibes alive. For yeah, lobby night. two is a weird place. It's a weird place, but it's a a, as place. a lobby tour myself, <laughs> it is. It's a weird place, and I love it. I wouldn't mm-hmm. change anything about it. You know, it's so weird that part of me thinks that we're gonna go back on Friday, and like things are gonna be like totally different. There's gonna be like right? all these inside jokes that we don't get, and like yeah, where, everything's where are gonna the be outsiders? wrapped in foil. We're the uh, <laughs> in opposite of what it used to be um you know wait eric thomas isn't here there's a guy named thomas eric here what gotta be a different person it has Um, to be a different person everyone's speaking backwards yeah it's like a david lynch film all over Ah, yes, when confusion means it's a good movie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, don't don't knock Twin Peaks, all right? That was a master... Okay, I got nothing to say about Twin Peaks. (laughs) Well, let's talk about some... TFT, my friend, because I don't want to talk about Twin Peaks. Neither do I. I want. (laughs) I don't want to talk about Twin Peaks either, ever again. In fact, Um, yes. So, TFT. I've been I've been putting a little extra time in this week, and I feel like I keep. I keep ending up going cybernetics. Like no matter what, I end up in cybernetics. Doesn't matter what galaxy it is. It doesn't matter what I start. It doesn't matter what I get in the op. I w- I don't know how. I'm not even like actively trying to do it. It's like, okay, here's a pack with five Lucians in it. Go for it. I'm like, I I guess I have to. I have to. How do you not? Ah, uh, an early Lucian too is just like so clutch. It punches out so much of that damage yeah. and like uh well i also think cybernetics is one of the more like consistently top four comps just like in yeah. general mm-hmm. and if you get your economy going if if you if you're able to econ and like push to eight slash nine yeah um then you should be fine um but if you 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 can bonk you can you can bonk a cybernetics comp yeah. Um. Depending on if it, especially if it's contested, but mm-hmm. it's a, it's very interesting. It doesn't seem, at least in my games, I've been seeing a ton of Irelia threes. Maybe it's just in my lobbies, but uh, 
that's definitely been a thing to worry about for me. I, I definitely did see an Aurelia 3 that game. It was just my Aurelia 3, and I won that game. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I, I found the problem, and it kind of ties into the problem we talked about two weeks ago with Blast, Rebel Blasters, or not, not Rebel Blasters, Brawler Blasters, is that like there's some overlap there, and I end up like starting a Lucian like Cybernetics build, but that, and then I'll like, oh, I'll pick up some Brawlers just in case, and it's, oh, I'll pick up the Cybernetics just in case, and I end up with like, 15 gold worth of units for two different comps on my bench and i don't know which and i'm like well whichever four costs i get for if i get an aurelia first i'll go that if i get a jinx first i'll go that and then i get a kale and i'm like i could go that too so i've got like remnants of three different comps just sitting on my bench just eating away at the at the income i could be making and it, yeah, uh, it doesn't it's help just me like- there's usually like a cybernetic like in a lot of the things that are good right now like what do a lot of people start with poppy and leona who's yeah. a cybernetic leona yeah. right so you can get to three you pick up your lucian um it's pretty easy to get to three cybernetics which yeah. is like Very. an all right um uh origin early on or trait mm-hmm. synergy class whatever um <laughs> thing my, my yeah my brain is on uh i, I like and post nat but also post fourth copy like coffee so like i'm in a weird mental space anyway <laughs> the, um, it's, it's called the podcast zone <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the podcast zone <laughs> um you shall anyway you will be a podcaster (laughs) Uh, (laughs) no one gets that joke no no, i'm still funny um hilarious you're not laughing with us you're wrong uh but correct uh what i'm what i'm trying to say is that like it it just like is one of those things where you just kind of end up with if you're going brawlers all right you got vi Mm -hmm. right blade masters you got irelia right like there's like a there's a cybernetic kind of like in a lot of those linchpin yeah uh, comps except for the you know mage based comps yeah um and the mech infiltrator but the everything else i think you could definitely go into cybernetics it's just Mm -hmm. after level six or seven you've gotta i think make a decision yeah (laughs) right you can be a little flexible earlier on but eventually you've got to commit and i think that's the hardest thing about cybernetics is actually when you start committing items and stuff that's true um to to the comp because I actually really like running cybernetics too. I've gotten some really consistent results, mm-hmm. a couple I, victories, but yeah, mostly top fours. I, I actually think it's in a really good spot right now because it is very strong and relatively consistent, and you can pick up the units along the way. And you don't really need like you don't. The win condition might be tier three, like Aurelia, or maybe like tier three Kale if you go that route. And either of those are fine because the right now or pre-patch 10.10, which we'll be talking about later, uh, people are going for their Tier 3 1 cost, the Twisted Fates, the Poppies, the uh, uh, all of these other units, um, Zoe's and whatnot. And, like, it's not really taking away... Like, they're not hyper-rolling for Aurelia's. They're not even necessarily taking Aurelia's. The Willy Wonka and Candyland and all those comps, they're not running Aurelia's or Kale's. So it's like a different angle, and it's actually kind of opened up cybernetics a lot. Um, so I, I think it's actually a pretty decent, uh, or at least it was a pretty decent build. I think it still probably will be after this patch as well. So I just, I, I'm just like, I kind of want to go something else. And everyone's like, I, 
I stacked the Aurelia and it, there's also yeah. like a really good eat like early game package with Chronos with cybernetics True. too that you can go and like it's just like one of those things that like you can go three you could be good at the cyber uh at right. three cybers um and then again transition into it a little later but yeah. then it's like the cybernetic in order to get top floor is so dependent on those on on Echo and Irelia right and it's it's funny because like then you have the mf issue where echo cancels yes, MF the cardinal um, sin yeah and so like because you're trying to go blasters or maybe you've got a kale so you got valkyrie too yeah. right like it, there's just like a lot of different ways to work around its core mm-hmm. um and i think that's a good thing right because yeah. irelia as a three trait um like unit mm-hmm. we those have been an issue in the past. True. Right? Like Nar, Viger, um, old back gangplank. In the day. Yeah, old gangplank. And I think it's they've done a good job at kind of limiting the amount of power level and power creep. I think mm-hmm. that could have happened with these triple trait uh, units, which are supposed to be the ones that like link different synergies together. Right. So that's the thing about Cybernetics that I think is pretty cool is that mm-hmm. it, it is arguably one of the more flexible early games, but really punishing if you lean into it too late just like if you kind right. of stick with chronos too long yeah right eventually you just start losing mm-hmm. yeah I, I i have found because like you get to a point where everyone has sort of leveled up and you're like oh i need this uh i need this echo and then people start getting their three costs like three or their three star three costs and and whatnot you know it's like well i need this two star echo now <laughs> it's like <laughs> you really need to get there quickly so it, it's definitely a different mm-hmm. play style than some of the other comps and it's yeah. been working. It's been working at least decently for me. Uh, it's definitely one of the comps that tests your e- like economy, yeah. right? Like being able to manage an economy, knowing when to level, knowing when to push mm-hmm. to eight, um, to get your five cost units to drop a little bit more often and potentially push you to Irelia three yeah. uh, as well. But it, it is something that can uh, kind of screw you over too, because if you don't, uh, you know, three star, maybe that Leona, if you don't um, get the right items, too right because sometimes you have bonk items i was it us that cat no um uh Riss and i casted a leona that had an ie and a bloodthirster on it Ooh. um and that comp got second so like uh you know itemization is important but it, you got to make sure that the unit i think gets value out of what you're putting right on, right uh because yeah. otherwise it's just a health and attack damage boost you want to mm-hmm. you want to push advantages right Right. So that it's not as punishing as just regular life, like brawler blasters when mm. it comes to items, but there is counterplay to cybernetics, which is sure. also really good. Right. Yeah. I, I have found that I actually would rather go the death caps on uh, Aurelia than fun, isn't it? Yeah. Well, because it's like someone did the math and it's like similar damage to IE, but like everyone's running uh, Ramble Vest now. So it like stops the power level of that so definitely uh definitely something to think about more uh well maybe it won't be i i think they'll still probably be in a good spot but we'll talk more about what we think about the implications of the patch when we get uh when we get to that uh excuse me in a little bit but before we get to that let us talk about uh i talked a little bit last week about the uh O-C-E-N-A qualification um, uh, process and how we're getting the, the the snapshots, the weekly snapshots of the top players and the, and the points 
uh, that they're getting for qualifying for this event. But we also now got uh, the Team Liquid official tournament that is being uh, that is happening. Uh, the Liquid Galaxies qualifiers brought to you by Jersey Mike subs. <laughs> I love Jersey Mike's. By <clears throat> I've never had I've never had it before. You've never had it. It's is not it really a regional thing. Uh, it's like ish like like ish like it's kind of i I think it's because like yeah i don't there there are definitely are it's more of like a downstate thing obviously jersey in new jersey so Mm -hmm. uh like new york York city area has it but one jersey mike's close to me and i love me a cold cut sandwich and so like oh and i love shredded lettuce all right all right i I like shredded lettuce versus uh like i really liked blimpy remember that nope never had it that might be a regional thing too Okay, well then, sandwiches are great anyway. True. Um, uh, I've had yeah, Firestone subs. Thanks. That's pretty good. Oh yeah, fi- yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good one. Um, uh, Potbelly also a very good sandwich place. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, screw this. Place. Let's just talk about let's just talk about sandwiches. We've, the rest we've of got time. a whole PowerPoint. Um, ready to <laughs> we've go. got a deck. Yeah, we've got a deck for for this. But no, um, two things about the Liquid Invitational that I think is really cool. So Liquid Galaxy sounds like a potential galaxy in the future. I don't know what Ooh. that would be. Maybe all of the items are tier based or something. Okay, uh, okay. But Liquid Galaxy is just a cool combination of words. Yeah, um, and that's it. I think that uh, there's potential <laughs> there. <laughs> um, it's like when you think of a title for something that you want to do, and then you bake the thing. Yeah, right. It's the same thing. Top um, down design. One, yeah, and the second one is like it seems like these things are kind of ramping up in frequency, just in general, mm-hmm. right? Remember, in set two, we didn't really have anything other than Giant Slayer, right? Right. We and had literally set, nothing. Yeah, and in set three, we've already got some cruise stuff. We've yeah. got some liquid stuff, and it's like tier one, tier two, and tier three stuff, which is like really, right. really cool. Yeah. Um, so like the I guess tournament economy seems to be getting a lot better. And I like that it's like an application phase too. Yeah. Well so. yeah, because like with TFT, unlike something that's a single player format, it's like there kind of needs to be a certain number of people. Like it has to be the right number of people or else it gets really crazy because you've got eight player lobbies and for something like this, you likely want to have, you, you know, you don't want to have random people in them, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, guys, if you, uh, I'll put the, um, I'll put the, actually, if you go to our discord, uh, discord, I mean, legends podcast, I put the, uh, the link to register for the liquid galaxies, uh, tournament in there. So make sure you check that out. If you want to play, uh, it's on. It's going to be on Saturday, May 16th. So this Saturday that's coming up, if you're listening to this in real time or close to it as it's released, uh, it is May 16th, 2020. The prize pool of $1,000 and registrations uh, are opening up soon. And then, of course, there's going to be another one. Uh, oh, there will be a new one every, every Saturday. Saturday all the way up to July. So... This is really cool. We've got a, you know, we're we've got a tournament scene going. You know, and this podcast also has two casters. It's true um, that that would one hundred percent help with advertise. We already we're already advertising it. It's true. You know, and we would take uh, payment we, as low as Jersey Mike subs. Uh, also, for the record, that's not no actually bread. true. I'm just saying that as a joke. Uh, 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 <laughs> DMs are open, by the way, for both of us. Uh, <laughs> 
but it's so bad dude I, we're so gross with self promo but I don't it's okay care. I don't care I'm, okay uh, but you know it's not gross Jersey Mike subs <laughs> <laughs> Channeling my inner golden boy here and selling out for something that I'm not even sponsored by and have actually never even eaten. Uh, Dude, it's good. You might find one in an airport one day. I have seen it in the airport. Uh, yeah. But did you know that it's a fast, casual? Su- okay, I'm not, not going to read the. I'm not going to read the description. <laughs> you know, I've Millennials heard they've been around casual. since 1956 <laughs> and are passionate about giving back to the local communities. Um. But yeah, really, really cool. Um, I mean, this is sort of what we expected, right? Like, yeah, every the... Saturday. And like, the other thing is, is like, we've got Giant Slayer on Tuesdays and Thursdays, yeah. uh, Liquid on Saturdays, and that should, I, you know, in my opinion, be moderately similar. Uh, Liquid yeah. is a very one of the, if not the most well-known esports organization, um, outside of Korea. It's certainly um, like a top ten one. Yeah, and sure. uh, uh, and like. With, with all of that going on, I think it's going to be really, really cool to see if eventually that price pool increases. Yeah. Because something that I've noticed with a lot of TFT organizers or like even just like our podcast, right? People seem very, very surprised by how much interest there is in this game. Yeah. Because um, like the other thing is like it's been pretty consistent on twitch like remember yeah. i was really worried about when legends of ruterog would come out yeah that it would just like neuter the viewership it hasn't no. and i think that like at all i was wrong right so I, um <laughs> i've actually got some thoughts on that uh just considering that i'm in both of those communities that like i mean we don't need to go too deep into it but the communities are very different uh i found like in terms of like the type of players that are playing at least at a competitive mm-hmm. level it's like the, what it breaks down to, or, or at least what I've ex, what I've experienced is TFT is very much like a branch off of the genetic path of League or Hots or the MOBAs, and LOR is very much a branch off of MTG. Now, there's definitely like crossover, like you know, yeah, there's I, like the Venn diagram, right? Right. But I think that the the this two left be... sides. Are, I don't want to cut you off, but I think <laughs> the first time I've ever felt out about that. Um, but the <laughs> it's, it's all for, it's all for comedic. You, you definitely wanted to cut me off. <laughs> um, this would be really, really good question to ask our guest next week. Yes. Yes. So we'll would. we'll get like into like deep talks with that one because yeah. that might be like a forty five minute thing. So. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about that. Really excited about that. And we'll yes. announce who the guest is when it's appropriate. Yes. Uh, but so make sure um, you're checking out the Twitter and Discord. Yeah. And so what that means is that on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, there's still openings for people to do weekly tournaments. <laughs> True. Um, and and like this is the coolest thing because Ryan's doing this with Valorant too. Um, one of the best parts about like early Overwatch uh, and why I think the two of us got into it originally was the community grassroots feel of it yeah right like you felt like you were arm in arm with these soldiers right and like building something yeah and um that's something that i think riot understands Mm -hmm. of the esports community is almost a necessity and the fact that they're being pretty friendly with like community licenses yeah prize pools Mm -hmm. and supportive in a sense um that's like it's so great like coming from you know some of the challenges that Blizzard has has I, I think with Overwatch mm-hmm. is the, the lack of you know third party tournaments and the lack of community oriented yeah. uh, 
experiences. Um, and so, you know, they're slowly changing on that, I think. But the the moral of the story is that, like, the fact that Liquid's doing it, we got Giant Slayer, and Giant Slayer mm-hmm. pulls in a good amount of consistent viewership, too, yeah. right? It's not like um, it's not worth it. And I think right. TFT at this point has proved that it can maintain. Because even on the smaller TFT tournaments, I would say, um, you know, I was, I was casting Hearthstone the other day, mm-hmm. and on the same channel, I think the TFT tournament got double the amount of viewers as the Hearthstone tournament. Yeah. Right. Like people need to stop being surprised by the popularity of this game. It's a streamer oriented game. So we yeah. know it's good to watch. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, all we have to do is kind of polish it off and we should have like a legitimate esport on our hand, not to the level of, you know, League of Legends, Dota, yeah. Counter-Strike. And it's a different Valorant, type right? of sport. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a little closer to like archery or <laughs> you know, I don't like even a, think it, I, I mean, I, I I think it'd be closer to like golf or poker or like one of definitely those. poker. Yeah. Um, and, and so like, and that's good because it can develop its own niche outside of the league of legends world that way. Right. And I don't know. I've been very impressed with everything so far and seeing these mm-hmm. community tournaments pop up and seeing like our community get so excited about it. Yeah. Right. And seeing the amount of interest that people are asking for invites to these things. And mm-hmm. some of the better players don't get invited because there are too many good players. True. Right. And uh, that's really, really cool. And I'm really, really excited for the future of all of this. And mm-hmm. we can talk again. This is something else we get to talk about um, next week as well. Yes. But to to kind of put a pin in it for for me here, if, if you want to participate, go ahead. Right. Yeah. Like get that tournament experience down. It's always fun, even if you lose. Yeah. Right. True. And it, it, and you might find yourself in the money. Sometimes you kind of like fall into the top. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I was at a Hearthstone tournament and I lost in my first game and I ran my way through the loser's bracket into the semifinals. <laughs> Complete fluke. I was ranked 19 at the time, like beating like rank one and two and legend <laughs> players. Right. Still don't know how it happened, but it happened. It's real. Um, And, you know, I was able to say i made it to the semifinals of a hearthstone tournament right it was so much fun and we all get to do that and it's one of the things we can do at our homes while quarantining and staying safe and uh, we need that kind of i think outlet for some of our anxieties and some of the stress that we're all having because it's much better to get easier at uh you know mad at a game and your own performance than it is like just someone else's presence that's been there for the last 60 days (laughs) that you just like need some time alone <laughs> you know what you know what can really break the monotony though boop what some jersey mike sub established <laughs> in 1950 okay i don't know why i'm you know i just love I don't know selling why out that's so funny to me i love doing that it's one of my favorite <laughs> bits is to just sell out for no reason uh and and, <sighs> and when i'm not actually uh getting paid at all and just oh sorry g fuel uh, on the screen um <clears throat> uh before uh before we go over the patch notes we also have another big piece of news that actually happened since the last episode and that is the mid set update which kind of came out of nowhere if i'm being honest i know i think more maybe hinted at something like this or maybe that they talked about something of this nature happening um a while ago but I certainly wasn't expecting this much stuff. 
for in the right in the middle of the set. So, uh, um, well, it's because last set we didn't really get it. Yeah, we got right. It. We didn't get like a because one of the best parts of set one was like the injection of like a, a good amount of new champions. Yeah, we got um, the four piece. Um, yeah. Hex tech. Um, well, hex tech sucked. Yeah, but uh, it was cool when they put all of them out. It yeah, just it, it, it happened. Jace, Camille, and who was the last one? I don't think it matters. But um, I think we only got Soulbound for set two, right? Soulbound. Yeah, was that really it? Did we really only get two champs? Well, we can confirm that later, but um, yeah, I don't remember. The this is a I, I'm excited Jace for it because he actually one. he actually like mentioned uh, that there's going to be this injection and that was actually something they wanted to avoid this time and they're definitely keeping to that um, and I'm really excited because uh, they released some astronaut skins just recently yeah and I hope they make it into the game and I'm gonna say it I'm gonna say it the Nar skin is the best skin. Oh, very interesting, actually, Blev, for mm -hmm. all you Yordle players. Mm -hmm. Three of the uh, Poppy, Nar, and Timo, yeah. three of them are Yordles. True. So I wonder if they'll, if they could do like maybe like a, an Omni trait or like a, a two-part trait for Yordles or something. Yeah. Or maybe that's what Astronaut will be. I don't know, but well, I, I, that, that Nar skin is pretty dope. And, yeah, it's really <laughs> um, nice. I, I hope to see. Timo is, I think what Mort said, Timo is the most requested character for mm -hmm. TFT. We're in Galaxies. He has an astronaut skin. Yeah. We talked about it last they week. They just made new changes. astronaut skins. Yeah, like it is uh, just like the Dark Star skins coming out like, right. right before this too, right? Like this has got to be some correlation. Stars are kind of aligning a little bit. Yeah. I think you're going to have be... a better spot to use astronaut skins. <laughs> it might be Timo's time. Yeah. Um, to, to finally come into the game whether you like it or not and yes. the thing about Timo is it's he is made to make you mad yeah um, so be ready folks if he if he comes into the game yeah um, so the TLDR and this is there this is Riot's uh, statement not mine the TLDR TFT Galaxy is getting a mid-set update around early June which again we can take a look at the calendar and see like the dates the date breakouts don't change by more than a day so we can pretty much we can we can look and, and check pretty much exactly when this is going to be but uh i haven't done that in advance so you can do it yourself um there's going to be a new ranked act including a reset uh ranked rewards for uh from the launch set rise of the elements and galaxy's first act so we're getting our we're getting our ranked rewards nice uh, a bunch of new champions and traits and the removal of a few champions and traits. So that's a first. A whole new pass, complete with an arena, boom, eggs, and emotes. Three new species of delicious, delicious little legends. I, I put in the delicious <laughs> part. Uh, bundled into one adorable egg, uh, and then some mobile uh, uh, upgrades and a store for mobile. So at a high level, good stuff. Interesting stuff. Um. We won't go too deep into all of this just because, like, there are ranked rewards. You can take a look at what they are. I'll put the yeah, link. Yeah, it's a lot of, like, aesthetic and superficial changes. Yeah, yeah. Gameplay-oriented. I think, yeah, the battle pass, all that. And they don't really, it, as far as I can tell, 
we're not really getting there's not really uh yeah they don't really get into like the what they're looking to do in terms of the balancing and taking champions out and adding champions so really uh i'll put the link in the uh in the show notes for you to look over but overall boop um i think the biggest thing to talk about here is the the champions being added and removed um Mm -hmm. removed yeah that's actually something that i'm glad they did it but before we um i do want to read one thing about mobile okay um just listen to the sentence we saw over 10 million of you hop onto your phones in the first month. That's pretty good. It's a lot of people. <laughs> and while and while like there's definitely of those 10 million, I would probably assume over half of them also play on PC, but it's still a good amount of people, right? Mm-hmm. And the mobile client was all about expanding the player pool, exp- expanding the amount of people who have access to this game. It seems mm-hmm. like they've accomplished that, but just like any other release, the first month, you're always going to have your best numbers, right? right? It's going to be what happens after it because it's uh, sometimes it's like an exponential fall downwards. Mm-hmm. Um, not for TFT though. We've we've all seen that graph, but I wanted to I wanted to point that out um, because it was kind of hidden in the end. And I think 10 million is a is a pretty good pretty good number to brag about right now. Yeah, I think uh, as they say in the business, uh, we take those. Seems seems pretty good. Um, but yeah, I mean astronauts i think that's the that's the biggest one to think of right like mm-hmm. those are probably going to come in they just put out all the things that we already talked about so that's that first what do you have a guess at what astronaut might be <sighs> maybe i don't know i have no idea what it what it could be that's the thing right while aesthetically astronaut makes so much sense i don't know what that would be as a trait Mm -hmm. right unless it has something like defensively or maybe some type of thing since they're astronauts they can breathe in space maybe they get like attack speed or something like that yeah um i I don't know nothing really fits i'd love for chat or our our discord to kind of figure it out because maybe that's why we haven't seen it yet well so i'm I'm thinking if we're thinking about things that we've had before that we don't really have now, mm-hmm. the biggest one that comes to mind, I mean, we're not going to get Hextech. We're not going to get Phantom. So throw those right in the trash. But you mentioned, you mentioned one interesting fact about the astronauts is that three of them are Yordles. What did Yordles used to do? Provide dodge chance. And oh what don't God. we really have in the game right now? Dodge chance increases. <laughs> I think that astronauts might be increasing dodge chance a bit. That's a defensive trait. It could be something. I mean, it doesn't have to make sense, right? I mean, it could. It doesn't need to make like I... thematic sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, We're getting no. yordles back, baby. I mean, uh, you know, if you watch more stream, every so often he'll mention that people stopped playing when Yordles went out of the game. Yeah, um, it, it's people want them back. Like mm-hmm. Yordles are the most hated and most loved. I, it's like it's like that people. It's the most passionate part of League yeah. of Legends, right? Yeah. Like what you think of Yordles, everyone has an opinion, right? You either love them because you're an awful person on the inside, mm-hmm. and. Uh, or you hate them because you're smart and gravity <laughs> and breathtaking. 
uh, yikes <laughs> and fit and not getting weight during quarantine. I swear. Yikes. No, you need a haircut. Um, but the, uh, as I'm rocking like the Nick Carter uh, right now, but uh, the, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, Dodge, I have opinions on Dodge just in general as a mechanic. Yeah, I right? think they got it's rid of it fun. Yeah. in regular League of Legends, but maybe that's why you can kind of bring it back to, to this one. Yeah. Um, but like the other trait I think that might happen is Pulse Fire. Um, okay. Because there's a lot of Pulse Fire skins now. Um, and I, I feel like if they're going to get rid of a trait, it's Chrono. Interesting. Because I think that's been very underwhelming in general Mm -hmm. and i don't necessarily think people would miss it i like i think people would be pissed if star guardians got taken out i think so too the only reason i think that star guardians might get taken out is because there's the poppy astronaut skin and we already have poppy poppy's a star guardian you take out so that's that's my level one right okay if pop if we need to take out poppy Poppy's a Star Guardian. That kind of takes out Star Guardians because there's only six. And it's a six trait. So if you take one out, it's probably you're going to take the rest of them out. Then what do you need to replace or like supplement, right? You need to, there would be like a Mystic that would need to be added for Soraka potentially. Well, well, um, you can add a Star Guardian Blaster with Ezreal. He's got a Star Guardian skin. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, the chrono, absolutely. Like, you could do, you could go through the same logic with chrono too. I think, I think that would work because, like, chrono is another one of those, like, or chrono is in a different, in a different way because it's like kind of like a tack on trait for a lot of things. Like, you're getting rid of a sniper, a blaster, a sorcerer, brawler. Like, there's some stuff to replace for sure, but if it, it could certainly be, um, it might not also, it may also, like, you could get rid of one. Yeah, you could definitely just get rid of Ezreal or or sw- switch Ezreal to something else, and mm-hmm. it can work. Yeah, no, I, I I think it definitely could be. Um, That actually makes a little bit more sense than than It's uh, like six Star, Star Guardian, two Blaster, if Ezreal's a Star Guardian yeah. um, with Lucian. Um, it would probably be pretty good. Yeah, it would definitely uh, be interesting. Because the other thing that also Jinx has a Star Guardian skin too, so oh. uh, like there are a ton of Star Guardian skins. So I think you can Lux as a Star Guardian skin. Um, the other skin line that I would love to see in the game someday, I don't think it makes very much sense here, is the anime skin line that they have <laughs> with um, Lux. Uh, J- the Jace has one. Yumi has one, mm. and I think Yumi could actually be pretty cool. Oh, that's how I get two champions in one hex. Is with Yumi. Is with Yumi. Interesting. Interesting. The only reason I don't think that's going to happen is because I think Mort talked specifically about Yumi on one of his streams that I was watching. Like someone okay. asked him about it, and he said, it, "Yeah, the it's unlikely." The I Battle think. Academia skins. That's what it. That's what mm, the skin line is. Okay. Um, and it's just like Ezreal also has been Lux, and that's the thing about Lux and Ezreal. They have so many skins. You yeah. can pretty much make them a part of any trait or origin, and in, in TFT. So. Uh, they'll probably lean into that. And the other thing about the Chrono, Shen has a Pulse Fire skin. Um, yeah. Caitlyn has a Pulse Fire skin. Okay. Okay. Um, that they're actually, I think, using on on the Chrono trait right now. Mm. Um, so it could I just think be Pulse Fire Twisted Fate. Yeah, Chrono could just be repurposed into Pulse Fire. Interesting. And then they add Riven. Um, they add Lucian. Yeah, I mean, I think the Blasters could all get moved around too. Hmm. Interesting. 
Yeah, it, 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 it will be very... It will be extremely interesting to see what they do. I, I think... It is as weird as it sounds. You kind of have to do what, exactly what you're doing and be like, okay, which skin lines or which specific skins make sense in space? Because there's going to be, they're going to be space themed for sure, right? Like, I don't think they're going to randomly throw in, uh, they're they're not going to randomly throw in old Nar into this set, even though he could like theoretically be uh, like spacey. They're not going to throw in, um. You know, someone that's not space themed at all into the set. So it's like, and then the flip side of that is if you're going, like, the, now is the time to use space or alien, monster, gal, and any of that sort of stuff that might not really fit into a future set's theme. Now's the time to use it, right? Like, you're, yeah. If there's like a, I don't know, a medieval theme or something, you're not going to have, um, you know, <laughs> there is Star a D skin line. Yeah. I'm, I'm just making um, stuff up i don't even know well, but. and like even a lot of like the current ones could be repurposed into those other skin lines right because Chogaf mm-hmm. also has a dark star skin oh. and like um a dark star brawlers could be really good interesting um but like there there is a lot of cross contamination and there mm-hmm. are some skin lines that just have a lot yeah. um like uh you could even go way back into classic skins and do like the commando line Right, which like is like the soldier line. Yeah. Um Xin Zhao, Lux, I remember that. Xin Zhao. I think Galio has one. Garen. Um, I think there's five of them. But yeah. In the end, there's still so many options. But you're right, they do have to be like Star Guardian, stars in the name, Dark Star, mm-hmm. uh Odyssey mm-hmm. was space themed. Um, and that's, that's where like Rebels, Rebels are coming yeah. from. Um, and then because the most of the Rebels are using their Odyssey skins. Yeah. And then yeah, again, there's a there's a ton of options, but the the crazy thing is that they're willing to remove a trait, right? Which is something I wish they would have done with Hextech a little while ago. <laughs> but maybe they're just feeling more confident now. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's a legitimate way to balance the game for the future. Balance balance the game, and then also I don't even know if it's necessarily from balance. It might just be to to mix things up. Um, we'll certainly get more uh, insight onto that. Uh, I'm sure when it gets released. One last uh, thought I have on it is I think the mech, I don't think the mech will be removed. I think we might get a different mech with a different ability and maybe a different pilots. It might have different pilots or it might have some of the similar pilots, but it's a different mech because Mort has also talked about there were three options that they picked between for the mech. Um, They obviously ended up going with Garen, but the other two options were um oh god who's the new who's the newest champion set set it was either set or tibbers would have been the the other mech those are the those are the three options garen set and tibbers and they ended up going with garen so uh, yeah i mean in terms of mechs there's also mecha jacks and mecha malphite yeah um and And mecha draven (laughs) um but yeah set would be cool uh because he yeah. has body slam and he's got i think thematically that could work yeah. um i would love to see tibbers as a mech though tibbers would be funny T- tibbers would be great yeah so that, th- those are my guesses uh for that let us know in uh discord what you guys think what is what is going to be changed in the mid set update uh in regards to things being removed and things being added let us know uh we want to talk about it in the discord but 
We're going to go to a quick break here. When we come back, we'll be talking about patch 10.10. Don't go. Currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB. You might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to esports to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and you'll receive a new welcome bonus. Bet online, your online wagering solution. Guys, looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Get to BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to another level. They've got the same active ingredients that are in Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line. Blue Chew's online physician is free of cost, and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in a discreet package. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code BLUEWIRE. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, B-L-U-E-CHEW.com. Promo code BLUEWIRE. Welcome back, everyone. We are in the second half of the show now, talking about TFT Patch 10.10. I don't know why I said that so enthusiastically and like a sportscaster, but here we are. So, as always, we'll jump right into it and read a little little teaser we get at the beginning by Riot Birnana. Welcome, captains. Shepherd your crew through patch 10.10 in the new Galactic Armory Galaxy. In this galaxy, all players start with the same two full items. Leverage that early power more efficiently than your opponents to achieve, to achieve victory. Balance changes are starting to lighten up as we settle in and prepare for the Galaxy's mid-set update, which we just talked about. The biggest changes are coming uh, for strong Tier 1 champions, Poppy, Twisted Fate, and Zaya. Let's get into it. I don't know why when I hear Zaya 2, I say it in a Scyther voice. Zaya! <laughs> yeah, I, that's it. There's no reason for it. Oh, um, yeah, let's get into sense. this. Oh, so something that I, before we get there, we definitely have to mention balance changes are starting to lighten up. Um, so mm-hmm. it seems like they're focusing on the mid-set update. So that is why, in terms of changes, it, they, like this has been essays in the past for a yes. lot of it. But I think... We're pretty uh, light. Like nine, there's nine champion changes. That's it. Yeah. So... Um, only... Oh, very light compared to the other patches. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we've seen patches like this, but they're usually really late in the set, which I guess if you consider the first, uh, what do they call it? The first act, right? Is that what they're calling them? Uh, yes, the first act as a set, and this is kind of like another set in a sense. Um, then this would be the end of uh, of a set or something close to that. So 
We'll start it off with the general super dense galaxy now grants a free force of nature after stage three carousel rather than upon reaching level five. Uh, if you attempt to use Anigo's help on a unit with no copies left in the bag, you'll see a message telling you why it isn't working. Okay, that's just general. Um, uh, reduced the chances of random full item carousel by a large amount, especially in the early carousels. And that item- was happening a lot. Yeah. Item drops are now a bit more likely to appear in earlier PVE stages. So they want you to make your items instead of just being given them. Yes. Uh, so and there are also a couple items that are like just really strong that you would never build, but if they're yeah. completed on the carousel, mm-hmm. like a uh, shroud, I think is a really good example yeah, of that. Um, oh, speaking of, I forgot to mention this earlier. So there was a guy that had. I think it was two shroud of stillness on his team and mm-hmm. was able to like wipe half of my team's mana. I think wow. there's something there. Anyway, uh, <laughs> is this, is this infiltrator malphite levels or no infiltrator malphite. Okay. More played and got, I think top two. Yeah. It also made a video about it. Just, just saying, <laughs> so just saying. I, I, I was legitimately first on that anyway. <laughs> um, and I would have built them differently. Anyway, <laughs> I would have gone first. <laughs> I would have gone first. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, the, the item drops are going to be really awesome because I think uh, giving more power to the player to decide what items. Power to the I, players. <laughs> this is a GameStop ad all of a sudden. I was because uh, no, I was thinking about it. Ad. Because, oh my God, shut up, Lev. <laughs> um, and the full item carousels were happening just really often. Yeah. Sometimes two times in one game. And, yeah, that's true. Uh, and I just didn't like that. I felt like everyone was getting really strong really early. Yeah. And I, it, the decision making isn't there when you get a complete item. So the fact that you're getting more components and less uh, opportunities for that full item carousel, yeah. I really like that kind of trade off. I think that's a good, good change. Yeah. Plus, it's like, again you're you're adapting to what you're given right and part of that adaption is like okay well i got given a bunch of this item so i need to try to find this other item to make an item that's relevant based on what i got right well when you're thrown in a completed item carousel like it actually takes away some of that agency of like playing around what you're given it's like okay well i was trying to play around what i was given and then i got this wrench thrown at me um (laughs) So, yeah. Why do I have two shroud of stillness? Yeah, great. That's what that guy was saying. And then he wiped the whole team and realized he, he found... won. No, it was crazy. Wow. Like it happened. And like my mind was blown. Wow. Um, but unfortunately for him, I didn't really need my mana. Oh, uh, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was just a cool thing. Like and I just wanted to mention that, again, there are just some items that are good if they're completed for you. Yeah. Um, and but now you have to make a decision more often to to, mm-hmm. to make that item instead which is a little bit of a nerf to some of those like shroud of stillness items True. um zephyr is another one that i think a lot of people get on like a completed item carousel yeah uh that's what i like almost always go for unless there's like a, a guardian angel or something that's like very high priority bets. yeah yeah um but yeah uh the other big thing is this new galaxy my friends Yes. Uh, one one last thing I want to talk about was the super dense galaxy. They like cleaned it up a little bit because it was just uh, awkward. Yeah, yeah. Like it was if awkward. You, if you didn't realize that it was the galaxy, or you weren't paying attention. You just get completely ranched that one that like one level. And then you're kind of like behind for no reason. <laughs> you don't so, even have a unit to put it. <laughs> right. Right. And now uh, now you just get it um, so that the super dense galaxy that gives you a force of nature can be even more fun for everyone. 
I get it, because Force of Nature fought, everybody gets it. Ah, you guys don't get it. Oh, God, I really am turning 30, aren't I? Uh, the New Galaxy is <laughs> the Galactic Armory. All players start with the two with the same two full items. I don't know how I feel about this one. I really am going to need to play it, because it yeah, seems... Yeah. What it does is it makes the same units competitive across all eight people. Um, yes, so what I'm, that is what true. I'm worried about is that those units just don't... Maybe, maybe this is why it's fun, right? It's just all of a sudden these units are contested way earlier um, and yeah. then, than before, uh, and then no one gets them. Or maybe this is... I don't know how I feel about this. And I, I yeah. think you're right. Like I'll have to play it, but it feels... It doesn't feel very fun just reading it and thinking about it. It doesn't but, seem exciting. Like like yeah. Trade Sector was like, ooh, this is going to be fun. I'm going to do some crazy stuff. It's yeah, gonna Treasure create Trove. Treasure Trove. It's like, ooh, this is going to be cool. It's going to be uh, even not really super dense galaxy, but kind of super dense galaxy. It's like, okay, I can, I'm going to have like, I can have 10 units pretty easily here. This one, it's like, I'm going to start with two full items. Okay. If it was like three full items, there's probably a reason why it's not like where you can build like a full carry like yeah. really early. That's where I think about it. And yeah, you're going to spread your items out. Like what if you get like a, a Seraphs and a Warmogs, right? You're going to have to have those decision makings, but yeah, eh, I, I don't know how this like affects the game. And in terms of competitive integrity, it's actually probably higher up yeah. there because it's like the less because like with treasure trove you're just mm. leaning in rng yeah right you're you're just like have fun kids yeah look at this clown fiesta <laughs> telling you i think a clown fiesta should be i think we're mischaracterizing it would be absolutely clown. terrifying a real yeah, clown if you're afraid of clowns terrifying. and who's not after yeah, watching it not it chapter two that didn't scare me at all it the very first or it chap the the remake Tim Curry ruined clowns for me, not uh, whoever the other new one is. Here's a hot take: Tim Curry's best role, Clue. I was gonna say that. I think we. I'm pretty yeah. sure we've talked about. I think yeah. like every <laughs> every uh, twelve or so episodes, we actually we every thirteen episodes exactly we talk about it because it's episode thirty nine. <laughs> I would imagine it's it's probably exactly a uh, thirteen. Yeah, episodes. no, no, no. Clue's a really good movie. It's Any, a fantastic anyway, movie. Um, uh, yeah, I just don't really know. Like, I'm trying to like be big brain and philosophical about it, but I just don't quite know where to go with it. So I'll leave my opinions until I play it. Um, I'm wondering if there's a like if it's just literally any two random full items. Can they be the same item, or is there a pool? Do they never uh, overlap? Is there like okay, there's only actually ten full items that you can get. It's not like you're never getting a bloodthirster and an IE or something like that, or maybe it's always an AP item and an AD item that I think would be interesting. Cause then it's like everyone is starting the well. same. All the comps are still kind of like aligned uh, in terms of like, I can still go AD. I could still go AP comp where it's like, if you start with two IEs star guardians, probably or sorcerers, probably not looking too hot. Right. Um, and it's like Aurelia skyrockets, Jinx, all the other things. Maybe it is because no one else is going to be. That's going the to. other part of it that it's like again, like what level are you on and what level is the lobby on? Um, uh-huh. I think that's interesting. But even so, like you're still going to be behind if the AD comp, even if it's contested, has two IEs and your versus your, you know, sorcerers that have two IEs, that sort of thing. So 
Uh, there's a couple of unknowns, or at least they're unknown to us as of this recording, um, that we'll need to that we'll need to know to have a better. It's a little vague. Our, yeah, it's a little vague. I would assume it's a lot like uh, Thieves Clubs, where there's like a, a, there's a, a spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah, um, because like you could just get. I mean, but even if you do get bonked with like two bad items, then the whole lobby is getting bonked, right? Well, yeah, and that forces you to maybe think outside the box, and I think that's maybe yeah. where they're going. But mm-hmm. uh, like, I just would rather play treasure trove. <laughs> sure, sure, <laughs> yeah. Um, because one, I haven't seen Lilac Nebula in probably three patches. I'm not even sure. Actually, my game last anymore. game I played was Lilac Nebula, so I know um, it's in the game. It's so funny because I feel like everyone has like galaxy they feel like they see way more often than yeah. the other ones yeah and i'm just glad i'm not one of those people who see medium legends all the time you know i don't I, I think i might be the only person that likes medium legends it's just really long yeah <laughs> that's all the game can be really long and eventually like i'm done pooping right <laughs> but like i gotta keep playing true you know um, true but yeah um uh, quickly on the galaxy odds yeah. basically um I think the big thing is is treasure trove trade sector uh, galactic army is going to be your highest chance uh, then trade sector treasure trove and then the rest of the galaxies have the same 7.5 percent chance yep. and you have a 30 percent chance of a normal game yeah um, so we're 70 30 right now galaxies to not which is i think a good good number and i'm assuming some of the galaxies will get cycled out too um, i think they've mentioned that at, at the mid set because you know, uh, they're just ones that aren't as interactive or maybe a little bit too interactive. Right. Like Treasure Trove, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. I just love, oh man, I'm so, like, that's why Las Vegas is like a dangerous place for me. Like the fact that like each there's, <laughs> I will say something. <laughs> I'll just say it. The fact that there's balls everywhere that I can just grab and. And pull. And pull. And uh, and also slot machines. Uh, and also slot machines. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like that, like like shiny, like sh- shiny money slash like yeah. loud noises and coins hitting the the thing. Like yeah. really, it, t- it tickles my fancy. It's so it mm-hmm. likes to re-roll a lot too. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited for Super Dense Galaxy too because I think having it after level three actually allows you to hit a couple traits and synergies yeah. a little bit quicker, mm-hmm. and um, we'll speed up the game because there are just more units on the field earlier. So we'll we'll see how that affects game time as well. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to change that much from what the change the the change is going to affect that much in terms of people who knew about it because it's just like instead of like you wanting to level or it, the game basically being like, you should level at this point so that you get your force of nature early. It, the game is just doing it for you now, essentially uh, all at the same time for everyone. So I think it, it was, it's more of like a quality of life thing than an actual change, but I, I like it overall. Um, okay. Traits quickly here. Mech pilot attack damage is going from 100% of pilots attack damage to 80 plus 45% of pilots attack damage. This is a nerf, according to the uh, the breakdown. So nerf to mech pilot damage. Uh, infiltrators now jump regardless. Uh, now jump regardless if there is a target within their attack range at the start of combat so looking at you infiltrator kale yeah that's an interesting one and uh space 
pirate fours item chance uh, item drop chance is going from 20 to 25 percent so you're even more likely to get items when you've got that gangplank and all of the other space pirates <laughs> it's so crazy that mech pilot got nerfed because we cast a tournament where mechs were awful terrible uh terrible i cast i casted two um tournaments where mech's highest placement was fourth place yeah um and then and then it wins the starside invitational right and so like that's that's like the coolest thing about like pro players and innovation the fact that like we're still nerfing mech pilots even though in our experience in kind of like the tier two competitive scene yeah um people were having a very hard time adjusting to the mech pilot nerfs yeah so uh this is interesting to me that we're still we're still here because it's it it just goes to show that you can balance for that top side too, because yeah. I don't think many people that are platinum below are running mech infiltrators very well. Right. Well, it was interesting. Uh, uh, apparently, um, Delicious Milk was complaining about how Poppy is getting nerfed because apparently, at the highest levels, it's not at, like that comp is actually not that good. Like they figured out how to beat those hyper roll comps with Poppy, um, or how to counter Poppy. So Giant Slayer. It's the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Jinx with Giant Slayer is is how I've seen Irelia's get countered. Poppy yep. is. Yep. Um, okay, Boop, you want to do some 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 champ? Some champ. Yeah, arenas? tier one. Poppy Buckler toss damage. 175 <laughs> to 250. <laughs> I Poppy, can read. Buckler, toss damage. That's the <laughs> the William Shatner, Shatner reading. Yeah. Um 100, 175, 250 to 100, 150, 200. So not a huge nerf at the yeah. second um tier, but third tier is getting a pretty big and that did a good amount of damage early. Yeah. Um, especially if you're able to hyper roll into tier three poppy super early. Um that was that 50 damage you'll feel. Yeah. Um a poppy buckler. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Buckler toss shield 203 uh 50 to 500 to 200 300 400 so 100 less shielding at tier 3 and 50 yep. less at tier 2 unchanged mm-hmm. at tier 1 which is fine. Um twisted fate wild cards damage. It's so crazy to see this character get nerfed cuz he was like meme worthy bad yeah. on almost Unplayable. all other iterations of yeah. this guy and, um and got no play uh and got no changes uh the last patch and just became super good. Well, people started itemizing him right. with his auto attacks plus Morellos, yeah. which um, was just a little bit too much utility, I guess. Um, so wild card damage per card going from 200, 300, 550 to 200, 300, 450. So again, the hyper roll is getting nerfed. Mm-hmm. Um, Zaya AD going from 55 to 50. Uh, I think that could have been a little bit more, uh, but the moral of the story is the Shredder slash Pikachu uh, comp won't hit as hard especially mm-hmm. earlier on. And then Zig's total mana is going from 45 to 40. So buff for Ziggs. Buff for old Zigzy poo. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. We've, we've seen a decent amount of, uh, of uh, rebels getting played. So interesting to see. So this uh, is going to make a uh, machine gun Ziggs. Yeah. I think a thing uh-huh. uh, where you get second demo machine guns. Like if you could get two seraphs, then he just ults yeah. pretty much on auto attack. And he can be a mana and... printer too, right? Like he could be mm-hmm. the, the, yeah, he could be the new Sona. It's not as good. Um, Cause you'd rather have the healing, I think overall, but still yeah, they're both print. rebels. There's really no yeah. reason to put it on Ziggs, but right. uh, if for some reason you're Sona stacked on items, Right, you can you can put your chalice right. on Ziggs. Right. 
Um, okay, for tier two champions, we've got Yasuo's getting a health buff from 600 up to 700. And his total mana is going down from 100 to 90. Um, so a little bit of a buff for Yasuo after his uh, the Smash Bros comp was nerfed uh, and his um, targeting was changed. You really don't see that comp anymore. So a little bit of a buff back up for Yasuo. Um, for tier three champions, we've got Karma attack speed bonus on shield going from 35, 50, 100 percent to 50, 75, Ooh. 125 percent. Yeah, that's like that's a buff. Like whenever a buff. Uh, I, think, I think whenever a tier one gets buffed like that, right, where you're just getting 15 percent more yeah. than you were before. Right. Right. Like that's that's a big deal and this is a buff yeah. to mystics not yep. just karma mm-hmm. um because soraka karma is actually a really great combo that j- you just can't really use right now yeah um you can't put it in a star guardian comp uh but yeah this attack speed thing i've always thought karma would be really cool in a chrono comp too um just mm-hmm. to kind of like as as a win more but yeah 50 percent attack speed is a lot of damage yeah um for that first ult they just have to live yeah through the shield yep really uh yeah really nice buff to uh all tiers of karma and then syndra's unleashed power damage per orb is going from 81 20 200 to 100 150 250 so a little bit of power put back into syndra maybe we see star guardians come back a little bit Maybe. I think this is in response to the mana nerf being yeah. way harder than I think a lot of people expected. Yeah. So instead of giving her more ults, they're giving her more damage per Stronger orb, ults. which is a really great way to bring her in check. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like Star Guardians has been on the down low because the best iteration of playing Star Guardians at all has been Candyland. And Syndra's not your carry in Candyland. So. Mm-hmm. Now you maybe have some other options if you want to run uh, Star Guardians or if you get itemized for Star Guardians. Okay, and then the last set of changes. Oh, sorry, uh, one more thing. uh, Because the Mystic changes, and since uh, Soraka is um, a part of that Star Guardian thing, it actually makes all the Star Guardians way tankier. True. So um, they should be able to survive uh magic damage like other magic damage comps mm-hmm. uh much better especially yeah. with zigs ulting so often so hopefully what that means is if you're trying to run like a star guardian mystics is that um it gives enough time for soraka to at least get one or two two ults on yeah uh and keep you alive because it's kind of like soraka and and karma make artificial tanks out of your units True. i think so uh that's something to think about as well yeah Definitely, definitely interesting uh, if we see Star Guardians come back in, if they'll be dominant or if they'll just be playable. I'll take either, honestly. I like that comp. Uh, and then the last set of champion changes here are at Tier 4. Kale, Divine Ascent Waves damage going from 125, 250 to 125, 200, 600. So Tier 3 Kale getting a little, little, little tap back down into reality. 150 damage uh, per wave. It's quite a bit, actually. Uh, Velka's spell damage going from 425, 550, 2000 to 450, 600, 2000. So just a little bit of a 25 and then 50 um, spell damage. A little added pat on the butt. Yeah, a little, little pat on the on the, little, the, the, the oh, tentacle. You could do it. You could do it. Yeah, a couple little couple little yoinks on the uh, some, on the tentacles. Some tent pats. You know, little, some tent little, pats. Little tent pats. 
Yeah, uh, a little tip. We're so we're stupid. We're so stupid. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, and then Wukong cycle uh, targeting now prioritizes hitting the closest enemy he hasn't hit yet, rather than a random one. <laughs> god, <laughs> that's a buff. Yeah, that's a, that's um, a buff. So that's a straight buff uh, for Wukong. Yeah. Um. Oh, Wukong's actually not. Where is he? He's not listed on these patch notes. Yeah, because for he... adjust. I guess that's a quality QOL change, quality of life. But yeah. I have definitely, you know, so it's actually really interesting because there have been times where like he's targeted someone in the top left corner and then switched over to like people in my back line and is able to just run a yeah. lawnmower, everyone on the yeah. way. But this should be a little bit more consistent in terms of dealing with the front line, mm-hmm. which I think he's better at anyway. Yeah. Uh, and so hopefully there's a little bit more counterplay too. If you're a Velkaz that's like trying to ult, he's not mm-hmm. just randomly taking you down. Cause that's, that's not, that doesn't feel good. Right. Yeah. When RNG makes your ult go away. And there's mm-hmm. a little bit about of that in the game, but I think it feels better when you know, the system behind the choice and right. it should definitely help that. Yep. All right, boop. Let's hear these item changes. Chalice of harmony, mana restore 10 and R semicolon eight. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm guessing it go- is from 10 going from 10 down to 8 probably. Probably. Yeah. Cool. Deathblade starts next. <laughs> Formatting. Uh yeah, 0 1. Uh, Deathblade not splits the amount of attack damage gained rather than stacks. That's good. I like that. Quality of life. Um, because it's hard to, yeah, it, it's hard to kind of see like what it's doing. Um, right. And that's part don't of the reason why Titans do, Resolve. And don't make me do math in the middle of it. Yeah, and Titans Resolve does it, so why not Deathblade? Uh, Morello and red buff damage burn twenty small nerf, 27% to 25%. Yeah. So I, I think the biggest one... Well, Deathblade has been moved around a bunch. It started with two and then... Oh, it started yeah, two, at three. three, zero, one. Yeah. yeah, I think is how it went. Yeah, so maybe getting Deathblade... I mean, the problem with Deathblade... I, when Deathblade first came out... And I'm trying to think. I don't even remember what was what did what was double sword, but like what did it used to be? Was it wasn't IE? that one where yeah, double sword was IE or was it no? I the... oh, god, I don't remember. <sighs> was it the one that was it last whisper with the one that like jumped to each unit? No, no, uh, no that, that was yeah. It, I'm thinking of before gloves came sword out, sword of the divine. Yes, no. yes, was that it? No, that was sword plus um bow. We'll have to go back into the archives, but um, ever since uh, Deathblade came out, we've been saying, like, it's a fine item to have, and it's one of those items that you don't mind picking up on the carousel if it's already built for you um, and using it. Like, it's it's a perfectly, you know, reasonable item, but the problem is, is, like, two swords, it's like, if I want to have a guardian angel, I'm going to need to find a third sword in my game. And I have a hard enough time finding one. So I really don't want the death blade to be like my first two swords. So it's like, I like, I would rather have a guardian angel most of the time. And I'd rather have an IE. I'd rather have one of each of those before I have a death blade. So that would mean I would need four swords and seven years ago, no, uh, before I consider building a death blade, you paid me. You I paid. I paid myself. Makes, <laughs> it was the dumbest joke I've pain. ever made. Um, um, I actually thought it was pretty funny, but um, <laughs> it still it still hurt. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's why I appreciate I, I appreciate things that hurt me sometimes. 
like my dad. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just wanted to go dark for a second. Yikes. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, dad. I love you. Um, uh, stay safe out there. Love you. Uh, but the <laughs> um, uh, man. Okay. So I was going to make a really dumb joke. Track. Yes. Um, uh, long story short, I don't want to build that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do it because I like memeing and I like having fun and I don't like being like other people. Yeah. Um, and, which is why I lose a lot. <laughs> but the, it's so funny because like even in like so many games, right? Like I'll like in like Battlegrounds or TFT, I'll do stupid things and I'll get to a rank that I'm ashamed of. Right, and then be like, okay, I gotta, I gotta take this seriously. Yeah, turn it on, and then I'll like, I'll like, snap off like three out of five wins, yeah. and then I'll stop doing it, and then I'll just go back down. Yeah, and then do the same thing again. I don't know why I do that, um, but I think that blade inherently needs to be a risky item to build. Um, yeah. There is a card in Battlegrounds uh, that is the Hungry Dragon or something that, like, if you win, it gains stats. Oh, okay. And that's kind of like ha- permanent stats. I, I think you get yeah. like plus two, plus two after every victory. Oh, wow. and I think like um, it should be more like that. Deathblade as an yeah. item, right? That's like all right for maybe uh, um, it, it needs to be that kind of gamble um, yeah. because the investment is a lot. Yeah. Right. And so, and how do you make it worth it? Well, the, on the top end, you might absolutely rip people apart potentially on ash or something right right but on the bottom end it might not work at all and so i think that's kind of like what they're going for it needs to inherently be a risky item but i don't think the top end right now Mm. is worth using those swords but if i see it on a carousel i might think about it yeah it was the type of thing that i think was better when there were um when there was summoner or elise spiders or stuff like that it was like Rangers. i can get some yeah well yeah where i could like easily get um some some stacks on it um or like get additional stacks but and and something like it every time you win it gets a stack would be an interesting concept but i i just imagine like oh well this guy had an early win streak and then he got rewarded for his early win streak and then was uncatchable because he has an item that I literally can't even build and get because Maybe you lose a stack on loss or, or something like that. Right. Like I, yeah, I just, I, it's still... I like the, I like the, the gambling trade off, right? Because whatever yeah. you do, choose you lose all stacks hung- on loss. Maybe um, whatever you do choose to play the hungry well that is almost a guaranteed way of never winning another round again so (laughs) no matter what it's like a curse so i've actually stuck it's a really cool concept and i would love to see some of that i like that kind of rng Mm -hmm. right where it's like you're you're gambling on yourself as opposed to like the system uh and i want to see something like that and i think deathblade is the closest to yeah. that that we have in this particular game and that's fun to me yeah so maybe a little bit more of that in future iterations but right now it's just like i'm gonna buy a giant i'm gonna use this for a giant slayer i'm gonna use this yeah. for a ga mm-hmm. uh, or an ie yep. or bloodthirster even yeah yeah <laughs> so. almost all of the sword items are better than Deathblade, and also it takes two of your swords so yikes um yeah, I mean, I want spear before this too. In a lot of cases, um, I guess it depends on the comp. But okay, that's pretty much the end of the changes here. One bug fix I want to uh, address here is that now, while viewing your board from the carousel, equipped items are visible again, so we can actually see what we have on our boards when we're in carousel. 
Um, also wanted to point out, uh, Miss Fortune will no longer occasionally have her larger cone upgrade when the player who owns her hasn't purchased it yet. So sometimes Yikes. it was just doing it. So that's a yes. good. Uh, if you're wondering why maybe this MF feels really strong right now, that's probably <laughs> it. for sure. But overall, I think you know, nice little little tight little compact patch. Just a couple of changes here and there. A couple yeah. little, couple little tent, couple little tent pats. Couple little. <laughs> A little little temp pat here or there, a little little mech pilot uh, adjust, a little, little buckler toss taparoo. But uh, overall, I think a good patch. Presented by Jersey Mike. Yes, we brought it back. We brought it back. Uh, uh, now, how funny now. would it be if we like see the mech come out and there's a big Jersey Mike logo? That would be interesting <laughs> and a world I want to live in. Um, yeah. But talk about selling out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just getting food sponsors in game now i guess uh we have a deck for sa- official Our, sandwich sponsor of little legends podcast is still open. the traits will be like mcdonald's <laughs> right instead of like, welcome to the fast food galaxy and they like purposely make like rival ones bad like the pizza hut uh the pizza hut trade is just unplayable it like it like makes you lose a health every round or something like that. <laughs> yeah it's ham and pineapple oh actually i don't mind that um but <laughs> that was the thing that that made boop question me uh, i don't uh, know fruit and cheese very rarely works outside of charcuterie what what about a, a, a pineapple ricotta pie pineapple ricotta pie how do you not like a pineapple ricotta pie okay i've been watching way too much sopranos lately so Am i offended uh you should be uh my girlfriend definitely is but uh that's okay she probably can't hear me and i will probably get slapped after the stream goes down but speaking of the stream going down that is gonna be the end of the you got show. there you closed it we out. got you there got we closed it you got there we closed it boop any last second stuff that you want to talk about before we get going here uh no it's good to be back um just so everyone is uh aware my uh the reason why i wasn't there for the last uh, uh podcast was my father-in-law unfortunately passed away um, he was uh, suffering from a very rare uh, genetic condition called scleroderma, which usually is just dry skin on your hands, but mm-hmm. um, went into his lungs. Uh, but the Oof. reason why I'm saying it is in today's day and age, it's hard to connect with anybody, especially with coronavirus going mm-hmm. around. And one thing that I really appreciated was I was able to talk to him in the hospital really frequently and, and build a relationship with him. And um, I was a better person Uh I'm a better person now because I knew who he was. Mm -hmm. And so just, you know, he was better. And then two days later he got pneumonia and and passed. You never know how long um, anyone around us is going to be around. So reach out, say hello, say, I love you. um, Squash that beef because these things happen. And it's the first time in my life. Someone this close Mm -hmm. to me has passed and I'm going through this for the first time. Um, And it's hard. And, the, my only wish was that I was able to develop that relationship much sooner, and I fumbled that chance. So this is like, unfortunately, a depressing way to end the show. But I kind of wanted to mention it, give him my respects, mm-hmm. uh, but also share with everybody that you know, love is out there, and it's good to connect, especially even if it's online or on the phone. It can mm-hmm. be hard right now, but uh, definitely go out there and say hello because uh, you never know who who needs it and if you're going to be able to do it again. 
Um, so thank you for the support of the community as well. Uh, a lot of people reached out and that definitely helped. And of course, for you, Blev, you, you may, you know, being on the podcast is really good. Makes me, helps me think about other things and reminds me why I enjoy video games so mm-hmm. much. And so, uh, I know I kind of sprung that on you, but I wanted to finish it off by, yeah. uh, by, by mentioning that because, it's it's important to me right now and is going to continue to be important and yeah. i wanted to pass along that information no it's it's uh you know obviously a somber note to go out on uh but you know i um recently uh also my uh it was it was a while now uh but my uh grandfather also passed uh, a while ago and you know what got me through a boop jersey mike subs got me oh <laughs> Bye. Had to bring it. Had to bring it back. Uh, but for real though, my grandfather is dead. Uh, <laughs> end the show. And on that note, Rex on Twitter. <laughs> uh, you can follow me. Don't don't follow me. You can you can come to the come to, come to the Discord Discord me slash Little Legends Podcast. God, we're never getting a Jersey Mike sub sponsorship now, are we? We were so close. <laughs> we were so close. We were Discord me slash Little Legends Podcast. Join us on game night. Uh, that is the level of dumb that I am at all times at game night. So if you like that, uh, be there. And if you like to watch train wrecks, also be there. <laughs> Uh, because that's it's a not sh- just us. Yeah, it's not, too. It's We're a, all train wrecks. Every single one of us. Uh, it's all there. But discord.me slash legends podcast. Follow Boop at Boopasaurus Rex uh, on Twitter. All that good stuff. And uh, yeah, until next time for Boop, I'm Blevins. And we will see you at game night. And if not, we'll see you next week. And we'll be talking about some more team fight tactics. See you.